Welcome to Filmoscopy. Ooh, spooky episode. Uh, <laughs> In the middle of February. Yes. Uh, on <laughs> this episode, still shining. On this episode, we were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the newly released film, um, direct sequel to the original 1974 uh, film. Actually, Cody, uh, there's a. Okay, don't say that just yet, because there's a little something that the producer said. Okay, well, we'll get into that. But let me introduce my co-host. First of all, I am Cody the Crow, and joining me is Lance the Llama. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> and, and Owen the Octopus. I was, was going to say Octopus, but I said Owen the Octopussy. Yeah, the Octopus. <laughs> That's a movie title, people. Don't get it. Yeah, I thought not, about doing body parts. Brow. I thought about doing body parts, so it'd be like Lance the Larynx, but... Well, what would Owens be? Esophagus. Oh, esophagus. You can put Owens <laughs> is, it, is it spelled with an O? Or, no, it spells with an A, my bad. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, Owen the Orifice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shove our opinions in this orifice over here. <laughs> Let them stew and... Okay. <laughs> Smell the poo. Um, so, like I said, we were talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, it was released yesterday, as of the recording, <laughs> uh, which was February 18th, 2022, directly to Netflix, so there's no box office information. Uh, I'll run through the the cast real quick, just the cast list, and then we'll talk about our initial opinions about it. Um the cast for the movie, uh, there's Sarah Yarkin, who plays Melody, which is the, the um, there's like a, a partnership thing between Dante and Melody. So Melody is the older sister. Uh, Elsie Fisher plays Lila, who is the younger sister. Um, Mo Dunford plays Richter. Nell Hudson play, plays Ruth which is Dante's girlfriend and the first uh, death of the movie. Well, the first death out of the main group. Uh, Jessica Elaine plays Catherine. Sam Douglas plays Herb. Herb. Uh, William Hope plays Sheriff Hathaway. Jacob Lattimore plays Dante. Let's see. Alwyn... 4A, I don't exactly know if that's the right pronunciation, but I, I probably not, plays Sally Hardesty, and Mark Burnham plays Leatherface. Uh, the, guy, the, the narrator of the John film, Larroquette. John Larroquette, who, as Lance pointed out to us before we started recording, is the original narrator from the 1974 film, and he's also the narrator for the 2003 remake. So, and uh, he also is a star of the hit NBC sitcom Night Court from 1984 to 1992, which he received four consecutive primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. And he played in Stripes. He's, he's a funny dude. If you saw him, you would kind of recognize him and be like, oh, okay, I recognize that dude. Yeah, yeah it's, I didn't realize it was him when, that, that when he was the narrator of the original movie. That was his first acting credit. He did it as a favor to Toby Hooper. Yeah. Like I guess it was like somebody free that he like he knew or went to school with and it was like it was just free so they did that. Gotcha. Um, the film is directed by David Blue Garcia, which I'm not familiar with him. Okay, hey, hold on one second. Yeah. This is something I want to talk about with the director. Halloween 2018, 
which was the you know new continuation of Halloween, is directed by David Gordon Green, and this is directed by David Blue Garcia. Three names, <laughs> first name David, and both of them have a fucking color in their name. <laughs> now we need some like how, how do you, okay? I have a theory that this movie is a spoof on Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, mainly 2018. And I think, I think it goes with the director's name because this motherfucker doesn't have a Wikipedia page and he's probably not real. It's probably <laughs> Fetty Al- Alvarez using like a, a, pseudon- a pseudonym or whatever. Um, the story is by Fetty Alvarez and someone named Rodos Sayagues. Syag- I don't know. Again, I'm sorry. Here, I'm, probably I'm a butchering Spanish it. expert. Let me take a look. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rodo uh, Greedo. <laughs> say, say guess. Okay. Are you talking about Greedo, the one that beat up Darth Vader in the Star Wars? Yeah, he shot Darth Vader first. <laughs> uh, the uh, Fetty Alvarez is a producer. The only the only name out of any of these I recognize is Fetty Alvarez, and that's because he directed the Evil Dead soft reboot in twenty thirteen. Uh, it also was produced by Kim Hinkle and. Ian Hinkle. Kim Hinkle was the original co-writer of the original yeah, right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Toby Hooper, and he came back and he was the writer and director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. Gotcha. So they did have like, that's the only original people they could really bring back from the original movie because Gunnar Henson, Leatherface, has passed away. The original actress that played Sally has passed away, and Toby Hooper passed away in 2017. So yeah. it's like you know, it kind of sucks that like you can't have the participation you would hope, like you get from Halloween. But then again, I'm not like completely in love and tied down to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, mythology, like I am like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. So it's not a big deal to me. I am curious what hardcore fans of the franchise think about this movie, which is I have not seen. Yeah, but that's probably that has to be like a kind of a positive, even though Next Generation did not become like something big because they you know had to wait almost 10 years to reboot well, the franchise it's funny you bring that up because the rotten tomato score for this movie is a 31 percent that's bullshit uh, so that's really surprising what is um the one for halloween kills that's in the fucking 40s no, i'm sure <laughs> what a you know shit. i'm sure these these critics are probably like you know what evil dies tonight and i couldn't agree more you know uh, well this- say halloween kills was like fucking terrible we can yeah. go. Anybody yeah. want to go back to the archives? For some reason, it's like our third most listened to episode because you people are sick. Yeah, but <laughs> we all shit on the movie. Yeah, comparisons are going to happen because like these movies came out within a year of each other, and they're both kind of like sequel this, reboots. Yeah, in a and, way. And you know, I I was kind of thinking about this uh, yesterday when I was taking a shower after I was beating my meat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, you know, Psycho was like this groundbreaking film in 1960. And people considered Halloween the next groundbreaking film of the horror franchise that spawned a bunch of stuff. So I'm like, well, if Halloween is like the weird father of like Friday the 13th and Psycho is the weird father of Halloween, what is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which came out four years before Halloween? I guess it's kind of like the weird uncle in the room of the slasher franchise. Because, you know, that first... Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie wasn't a slasher. It was more like an exploitation, but yeah. it had some dark humor in it. I feel like they just made it. Um, I mean, I have. I'm speaking from like absolute 
you know, minimal. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what we all are speaking. We've only yeah. seen it one time. I'm not like a big uh, Texas Chainsaw fan, but I feel like they changed it into a slasher, like as the series went on, just to kind of like cash in, I guess. And it's it's weird. Uh, uh, this is Cody's episode, and I'm not going to try to hijack it, but like we talked about, like Owen talked about it. Owen, Cody, sorry. The other masculine man on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the guy with the biggest dick on the podcast. That's that's the one I'm sitting next to, not Cody. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Cody. No, Cody was saying last time we read off the dates, you know, the first movie came out in 74. And then Toby Hooper brought back the same actors in part two. And that was in 86. So it was like 12 years later. And then the no, third no, one no. came it wasn't, out. It wasn't 86. It was 81. No, no, no. It wasn't 81, dude. Yeah. Part two was 81. Are you sure? I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, hold on. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, hold no, on. no, no, no. I, I got Wait. the I got the list right now. Oh no, you no, never mind. You're right. Eighty six. Where the hell? I'm always right. I, I'm, maybe I'm thinking. I'm thinking Evil Dead. Evil Dead was the first one was eighty one. I think. Well, so maybe that's what I'm also, thinking. Also, the of. the second Halloween was eighty one, and then Friday the Thirteenth Part Two was eighty one as well. Uh, but so it came out eighty six. Now, for context, by nineteen eighty six. Friday the 13th Part 6 had already came out. So we're just now getting the second uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then New Line got a hold of the rights. And they thought they were going to have a long range of franchise. And they did Part 3 in 1990. And then they didn't do another one for like six years. So it was, it's like this franchise that's kind of hit or miss. I'm imagining it's a smaller fan base. Probably a hardcore fan base. Kind of like ECW in for wrestling term. Um, but... This movie, like I said, when we get into the details, like when Cody gets down the information, but it's, this franchise is very like hit or miss and it's not easily defined. It's hit or and miss. I find that kind of like, I don't know, endearing in a way because the second movie is considered a dark comedy with a bunch of gore. And Toby Hooper did that on purpose because he felt like most people missed on the dark comedy of the first movie. And then Kim Hinkle... I may be saying the last name wrong. I apologize. He did the next generation as almost like a spoof on what the franchise had become and what slasher movies had become. And it didn't really take. That movie got like a 17 on Rotten Tomatoes. But, and then you had like the 2003, 2006 movies, which were like really grim and um, like which, really just, which, it's Michael Bay. Yeah, you know? to, to be honest, the, the remake is still my favorite one in the series out of all of them I've seen. Oh, I got you, yeah. But it's, but you can kind of kind of tell the Michael Bay influence of it, you know. Yeah. Boom, boom, explosions, Dude, shit. He really did the remakes, Michael Bay. He was a producer. He producer, uh, yeah. And um, and then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3D, which came out in 2013, which was the first time a franchise ignored all the movies but the first one. Like it did it before Halloween 2018 came out. I think that's where Halloween got the idea, and it did a lot of business, but. It still was. It's not good. It's like really weird at the at the ending, and then they did a Leatherface prequel that we talked about before, twenty seventeen, which was supposed to be like Leatherface, the original, and then Texas Chainsaw three D, and then those studios lost the rights to the movie. So this is a whole new crew that got the rights to it. When yeah. are they going to reboot the franchise again and make him Leatherface? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dominatrix face. You know? yeah. Oh wait, that's Hellraiser. I guess it's <laughs> yeah, it's already been. It's already been done. All right, so, Craig, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack. I just no, you know. you're good. Uh, so, what were your what were your guys' initial impressions of the film? I guess we'll start with Owen. 
<laughs> okay, well, initially, I fucking hated this movie. I thought it was annoying and stupid. Because I thought it was going to be... Um, there's a couple... Yeah, there's a couple of factors here. I thought it was going to be really preachy and be like, man, everybody in the South is just ignorant and stupid and like a dumb hick. And the other element was is that they're definitely leading pretty heavily into like this being like, look, it takes place now. Because like you have characters that are like... Um, driving a Tesla. Yeah, they're driving like an Tesla automated and... self-driving car. They pull out their phones. They're like, look at my post on Instagram. Yeah. And um, and even like the concept of the main characters is pretty modern. They're like these gentrifying like uh, millennials. <laughs> the dude called the gentry fuckers. In the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely like rooted in modern shit. Um, and originally it comes off as kind of annoying, but they sort of pull the rug out from under you later. So. Okay. Uh, what about you, Vance? I think I should go last because I'm probably gonna have a positive opinion. Okay. Well. Um, so my, my impressions were kind of the opposite of Owen's. Like I went in thinking, okay, like pretty quick. I started getting like Halloween 2018 vibes and I was like, all right, so this is where they're going. I like it, you know, but as the movie, like as the movie went on, it went from being enjoyable and interesting to being annoying. Um, A lot of like the things that the that characters were doing were kind of tropey, you know, and uh, it it kills me in like horror movies like this when characters do certain things, and you're just thinking like the they're obviously not doing the thing that you should do in the situation. And well, Cody, when you have a six foot five invalid person running at you with a chainsaw, oh, you again. tell me what your first. <laughs> Okay, you tell me what your first reaction so, would be because you know. So, so like, just one. I'm example. not. I'm not challenging you. I'm just right, like, just right. think about it from the concept. When you see a fucking spider, and I know you have the same reaction as I do, I you would jump my, up on a fucking chair and go, "Oh my god!" I so that's not the thing you would do. You should kill it. One, the thing's going to get away. A couple of instances, like when he gets on the bus and they all pull their phones out. <laughs> that was funny. Dude. That was it was funny. It was funny okay. It was and in stupid. a way and in a way it's like okay, these these people on this bus are extremely annoying anyway. Like I hate But you know, later on Sally goes into the house and he's just sitting there and she's got a gun on him and he, she just lets him walk away. Like what uh- yeah, like, that was kind of weird. It's like, what are you doing? And then, you know, the whole, like, how conveniently when he's charging at her later, she he, she starts firing, and it she happens to miss and then hit the chainsaw and all that instead of hitting him. It's like, okay, give me a freaking break with this. Yeah, if a shotgun hit a chainsaw, it'd fucking, like, go probably straight through the fucking thing. Like, it's, it, it, it was just stuff like that, like, in the later, in the last half of the movie that really um, annoyed me. But in the beginning, there were things that's like, oh, you know, these are like the gentrifying type millennials or whatever coming through and it made sense you know it's a ghost town it's a good setup for these out-of-towners to be there because it's like we talked about on the episode about the first movie this these killers which you know in this movie is just leatherface they don't seek out anybody they all just kind of stumble up to their their front door you know and I love that, like, you know, when the, the lady gets sent to the hospital, then they start questioning, like, oh, well, did, was it really, like, you know, they, they really, like, yeah make everyone kind of, like, gray characters instead of, like, oh, well, she was what, wrong to be sitting here, you know. 
that's when I found it like the most interesting was when they kind of do that uh, switch on you and they're like, oh, well, these characters like, you know, they're kind of like cunts a little bit. Um, so yeah. I thought that was cool, but I definitely do agree. Like the movie runs out of steam. Like I definitely got bored like a little over halfway through. Yeah. So what about you, Lance? Well, uh, I wanted to do like last because I'm going to be the positive opinion. I haven't had this much fun with a horror movie since Freddy vs. Jason back in 2003. Now, that was before my eyes got opened up to like cynical and like worried about like, I, it was before I really got online and saw like people's opinions about stuff. Like, and you, I saw, lived pe- in and you saw people doing like, it's actually quite ridiculous that Jason Voorhees would be <laughs> afraid of water. Yeah, oh yeah, that's stupid kind of shit. But not, not even that. Like, when I got to, like, fast forward six years, when 2009 came around and the Friday the 13th remake came out, I enjoyed that movie, but I was so worried about the movie being bad. Instead of just enjoying the moment I was getting a Friday the 13th movie, and fast forward 13 years later, and I still don't have another one. I'm not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. I've said that in the first movie. I did recommend the first movie for the first watch. Uh, I watched this movie twice, once with, by myself, and then once with my girlfriend. And the first time, I mean, I do get a little squeamish with kind of the gory shit, like him hacking, sawing, and shit like that, like cutting his mama's face off and all that kind of shit. Yeah, that's probably some good. Cutting, cutting um, through the bus and just holding someone's leg up over his head. <laughs> the, okay, yeah, it, hold on. Like, here's the part. But as I got through the movie, I had the exact opposite reaction of you guys. I had more and more fun with this movie. Not fun like, oh man, this movie's fucking terrible and we'll laugh at it so bad. No, I had fun like a thrill ride. This was the closest thing to a Friday the 13th movie that I could ever ask for. And I will try to defend this movie as we go along as a spoof on Halloween 2018. That this movie does not take itself seriously and it's almost mocking what the horror franchise has done. Because remember, this franchise did it first in 2013. Yeah. Like, we're going to do our own continuation well, thing, and that didn't work, and they tried to be serious with it. Yeah, one big positive that this movie has going for it is is that it's actually, like, competent as a fucking slasher movie, unlike Halloween Kills, which has, like... Halloween Kills has, like, no atmosphere. Like, I don't know how you fuck up, like, what Halloween's pretty much known for, but, like, there's there's just nothing spooky about Halloween Kills. At least this movie is an effective like it knows how to be a slasher movie you know yeah, yeah. and I, before Cody gets like into this I'll just say this I watched it the second time around and I had it even more fun I mean I was laughing like oh this is hilarious and then when Cody we'll go to the parts when we talk about the plot where Cody said well, that's a little ridiculous having an invalid person running at you with a chainsaw coming from a dark alley you're going to sit there and kind of freak out. And the funny thing was, they took the whole badass woman that Jamie Lee Curtis is trying to portray in Halloween 2018, and they give that broad stroke of a character in Sally, but then she just turns out to be a fucking moron, he fucking kills her anyway. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody expected her to get killed. Like, we all thought this was like the Jamie Lee Curtis thing. Yeah, I And kinda... he fucking saws her up the fucking middle, and it's like, holy shit, and it's hilarious. Like, she has that moment where she goes up to the bedroom, and he's just sitting there like, because he's fucking tired and obviously carrying a chainsaw around so he'll make you tired and he's also like in his 60s I mean because well actually 70s okay let's put it this way the time frame on this it's 50 years ago let's just say he's fucking 20 in the first movie even though he looks 40 
Well, it say he's twenty, so he has to be like seven. The re the reason I say that he's in his sixties is because when they're talking to the woman who runs the orphanage, she specifically says that she takes in troubled kids and teens. So it kind of like implicate it kind of implies that maybe he was a teenager in the first movie, but you know, yeah, just, but that motherfucker was huge. Yeah, oh yeah, Gunner was but, like six foot three, right? And that's he's probably not the intention that they had with the original film, but I think this film, you know. They they go in they go in saying you know making it seem like oh maybe he was like sixteen or seventeen at the time. And the thing is like reading uh, talking about the the continuity of this movie and listening to listening to I read an interview clip or snippet that somebody had an interview that with uh, what's his name again the producer Cody I don't want to mess up Fetty Alvarez okay Fetty Alvarez and he said the way I look at it is the first movie happened and then he came to this town. And was taken in by this woman. She's not actually his mother. This is from the producer's mouth. She's not actually his mother. She just takes care of him. And then maybe he left and came back and part two and part three happened. So in his mind, part two and three could have happened in this continuity. It's just kind of a loose, like, wink, wink, they probably happened. Right. And, you know, the the fact that they do have the original co-writer of the movie as a producer makes me think that, okay, they did have a little love and care. Like I said, I wish... I knew somebody that was a hardcore Texas Chainsaw fan that loved all the movies or hated most of the movies because they were so cynical about it to see what their opinion was. Because this, to me, like I said, to me, this was a spoof on Halloween 2018. Yeah, like, I mean, everything you would expect in this movie did not happen. Yeah, it, it definitely... You thought they got away. Like, I mean, the way they shot at the end of the movie, spoiler alert for anybody listening, <laughs> at the end of the movie, when the way they were shooting both women, like, oh yeah, fuck off. And all of a sudden he fucking grabs her. It's not shot wide if you think somebody's going to come up and grab her. And they're both shot equally. Like, oh, that's cool. And all of a sudden he fucking gets her. And then when he saws her head off, he's holding it up at the little girl, like, ha look what I got. You never get this. Well, I you just know, killed your also... sister. That speaking of that last scene, I thought it was actually pretty clever the way that they they did it because I was fully expecting them to show up at the at the end at the last second and but you know they roll the sunroof down you know and yeah. I was thinking oh okay he's gonna grab one of them from up top or you know drop the like lower the chainsaw down on him from up above so it made me jump whenever he actually like smashed the window I was like oh shit like because I just, I was expecting them to come from a completely different angle. Uh, so I, I thought it was very clever how they shot that whole scene. And, and that's a Friday the 13th ending. He should have just stepped in front of the car since it was self-driving and the car would have stopped. <laughs> well, you know, I don't think he knows that. <laughs> yeah, he probably doesn't know. I just think, and like I said, that's a Friday the 13th jump scare at the end. Because if you watch the first, uh, first four movies, there's a jump scare at the end of it. And I love Friday the 13th. I, I'm in love with that franchise, always will be. But that's what this was. Like, they had a little Friday the 13th. And I found it weird. If you look, excuse me, I can take it. If you look at the info on the Netflix channel, it says before Freddy and before Jason, Leatherface, you know, I can't remember the whole description. But they did a call out to Freddy and Jason. Like, before those two guys, Leatherface was doing this. It's like, you could have called out Michael because this was before Michael. Yeah, but I don't, especially the, like Halloween 2018 was such a heavy hitter with the money, like it made 220 million dollars. Yeah, but this movie, I think, it took the Halloween 2018 going into that movie, and I've talked about this before. Going into that movie, 
I was excited. I watched it. It came out. I remember hating it. And then I remember Alex, my best friend, uh, shout out to their podcast, I'll take three, uh, told three me what? To uh, three children. Away from their parents. <laughs> I, think I, uh, say, I think I say that every time you say that. I, I think you do too. <laughs> um, but Alex, I remember like it, like the next year, he was watching through all the Halloween movies. Is what he does, and he was like, "Man, you should really watch 2018 again. It's pretty good." I'm like, "Okay." It's kind of like what happened with you know Force Awakens. I watched the movie, came out hating it, and then I was like, "You know, I got talked into it. I'll give it another shot." And I remember like, "Okay, I kind of like it." And then Halloween Kills and Last Jedi happened. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> it just retroactively so, ruins it, and just retroactively ruins. But see, this movie. Sorry, Cody. I'll just get this point. But no, you're good. 2018, they have this. Self-righteous, that we're empowering this victim. When it's a fucking slasher movie. It's trying to say something, but it feels like it doesn't know exactly what it's trying to say, or it's just not clear. You so cannot you, mold Friday the 13th with The Godfather. Are, are you refer- and that's what Owen, Halloween Kills is trying to do. Owen, are you referring to this movie or the 2018 Halloween uh, film? Uh, I meant Halloween Kills. I'm sorry. And oh, uh, Halloween Kill, Halloween 2018 starts that. And Helen Kills wants to do like, oh, what what is going to happen with mass hysteria and all this other shit? And they're trying to tackle all these, like, big issues in the movie, quote unquote. But well, we it's know, false we know what the message of comes. Halloween Kills was: every evil dies tonight, bitch. Yeah, evil, evil dies, dies tonight. tonight. <laughs> uh, but this movie uses uh, like present day circumstances, like the the gentry fuckers, as the dude calls them. The redneck who seems like he's probably racist, but he's actually yeah. He not. turns out to be a good guy. Turns out to be a good guy. They use them and they use them as fucking props for Leatherface to fucking kill. This is a slasher fucking movie. It knows what the fuck it is. Oh yeah, and I'll say this. You know, talking about talking about the characters in this movie. You know, like you said, like the the redneck, like the contractor. Uh. It makes you want to believe in the beginning. It kind of makes you think, "Oh, well, he's probably he's an asshole, not a good person." Or he's part of the family. He's rolling. Yeah, in yeah, that, I, that crossed my mind at one point too. Like, oh, maybe he's uh, some part of the family. But then when the orphanage thing got revealed, I was like, "Oh, well, I think the family thing's out of it at that point." But um, it does play with your expectations in a lot of ways with these characters because again, you have the main group. You think they're just these, you know, good entrepreneurs or whatever coming to this town to gentrify it and they're on the side of right whereas Leatherface and the old woman running the orphanage are on like the wrong side of things but then you find out oh well she did actually still have the deed to that house that they had no right to try and force her out they kind of with the stress and anxiety they gave her kind of helped cause her death and then, like, the, you know, there's the contractor. You think he's a bad guy, but in the end, he does genuinely try and do what he can to help them. Um, so it does, I do like how it plays with your expectations and all that. Let, me ask, you, let me ask you guys this real quick about her. Because I know the, like, the answer. Do you think she's part of the family? No, I don't think so. Yeah, isn't she supposed to just be the orphanage lady? Like, she just ran the orphanage, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, but... You know, she kept calling, like, I'm your mama or something like that. Well, I think think she probably does that because she genuinely cares for all the children that she would take in. Yeah. So. And the thing I'm looking at, maybe what caused her 
to freak out. And I'm not trying to make this super deep because I don't think the movie goes as super deep. Maybe what's, what caused her to freak out was because that she was the only thing in this house was the only thing that was keeping him from murdering more people. I don't like, think you know, I, I get because I get she doesn't like the Sawyers. That's what the producer said. It's like I think she's a good woman. I don't think she liked the Sawyers. She was trying to like, you know, help him and do the best she could. That's all. She, that's all he had for kindness, and that's what it was. And I think that like that was part of it. Like, oh, you, you have to go. And she's like, oh god. She, and remember, she's freaking out before. And she sees like, it's okay, baby. Go back in your room. Well, yeah. And, I mean, know, she she may have seen room. instances of violence and stuff. I think she I, knows who Leatherface is. Because she told him, like, don't go in my room, be a good boy. I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but I don't I don't know. I mean, it, it's just so hard to tell from what they give you in this movie. I, I do... I think I believe that no one really... No one had any idea who he was. That who who knows what happened after the, the events of the first film. You know, it could be well, like they, you were uh, saying... Like the producer gave like a wink and a nod about him maybe going back to the family or whatever. Who knows? I mean, obviously, because they don't do like the whole flashback thing to to really like spell it out for you. You know, when when they spoke in the intro part, and the guy's like, "On the unsolved mystery of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre," they had dramatizations and they showed like scenes of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like that's actually pretty funny. I'm like, okay, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Let's. I guess let's do a run through of the plot. I think we can do that with this with this movie. Um, so the movie starts off with the four friends heading down to Harlow, Texas. Uh, the the they let you know that the bank seized the town, and I guess they bought it up in an auction or whatever with plans to gentrify it, bring in other people of their generation to buy out the town and redo it as like a modern basically like a modern millennial town uh you know when they get there i don't there, know they, if it's millennials what are they called now they, they, they are no they are i think they are millennials because yeah, they're they, not they, zoomers yeah they're they're in their late 20s <laughs> if they were zoomers they'd be like on oh, god bro i, th- I think there's something after <laughs> they'd be like, like millennials though. yeah zoomers I yeah, think that's them. G- I think G- they, millennials are like they, people they, almost in their forties now. No, 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 no. I'm I'm technically a millennial. <laughs> millennial I'm technically a zoomer. Yeah, oh, okay. Mo- millennials. I think were, was anyone born up to like ninety six or ninety seven? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, if they if they were zoomers, they would be like they wouldn't be on Instagram. They'd be on TikTok and they'd be like, I don't know, eating Tide Pods or some <laughs> shit. They'd be doing the, <laughs> the Jackson Mahomes dance. They'd be like, bruh, for town. real, for real. They'd all have, like, that broccoli head haircut like, that all the fucking kids have. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, real quick, the thing that bothers me the most is when someone texts you FR, like, for real. For real, for real, I'm like, bro. fucking type it out! Oh, God, <laughs> Like, bro, I, mean, I had this, like, uh, one of my coworkers, Bevan, she won't listen to this, but I remember she just, like, when she would text me, like, you know, she's calling out or whatever, and she would just say, like, like the two letters thing, and I would have to Google like all of her text messages. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Put, put it in. Like, the, who in, says in, okay and just puts K and K and Y? Do what? The Zoomer to English translator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like she would text K, like not the letter K, like I would do, which everybody gets irritated with. She would take K, like K A Y, instead of okay. I'm like, um, could you put one fucking letter? That, I don't think that's a Zoomer. That's a that's a her thing. I know, it's just, but anything, it's just the whole thing. Everybody's just like, 
Hello, you know, I mean, LOL, that's what I do. But. Yeah, that's old. And yeah, yeah, if these guys were Zoomers, they'd, yeah. see, they'd see Leatherface and be like, yo, this... You're getting canceled, bro. You want to yeah. type off? Yeah, they'd be like, this quirked up white boy, dude. He been a, he's <laughs> busting it down. You lost me now. <laughs> he, he busting it down, dude. He goaded on the sauce, bro, for real. <laughs> see, that's exactly... If anybody out there is listening... Tweet us at at Filmoscopy Pod and help translate what Owen just said because me and Cody don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I got I, I got the on, I got the on God thing, but that's pretty much it. Yo, he goaded on the sauce, bro. <laughs> For real. Uh, no, um, I guess Lance is cranky old man now. But yeah, uh, yeah, this group this group is definitely like on the the younger side of the millennials. Um, you know, yeah, the older side of millennials are the people that are probably about forty now, but. The younger side, the late twenties, early thirties side of it. Gotcha. Um, so they're heading to this town. Well, I guess it starts off with them in like a, a convenience store or get at a gas station, and they see the contractor pull up, but they don't know that's the contractor. And he's got what, like heavy metal. It's something I would be listening to, like. <laughs> okay, real quick. You know the commercial. Have you seen the same too yet, Cody? I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercial where the old the old lizard woman. Is... And she's listening to uh, Chop Suey by. Uh, yeah, she's like, she's she, like, she, they're like, up. "Come on, put that thing up." She goes, ah. "Wake up, <laughs> suck a little dick, and then you fuck." Um. So there's like a confrontation where you know one of the characters says something about his gun they're like oh how small does your penis have to be to carry around a gun why would you go to Texas like who goes to Texas and like they must have seen like a million uplifted trucks and people rocking around with guns and there's just like like, I think it's just it's just setting the tone for like that I mean that age group you know and it versus like like, Texas yeah and uh you know he, he tells him like what does he say? He's like, "There's wild hogs or something around here." He's like, "Look here, lip how, how you get rid of an invasive species? You got to hit them head on." <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then he does the uh, "Sorry, big gun intimidates you." <laughs> um, she's like, "I've seen bigger." And then they drive off. Like, uh, she, Cody, she lick her lips like you just did. I, I heard you do that. <laughs> <laughs> just drool running down her face. Um, so they drive off. He passes them on the road. They get pulled over by the sheriff. Uh, they talk a little bit. They go to town. Um, basically, like when you go to town, you mean they go to have sex? Like they're going to town? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, no, the sheriff's basically kind of give them like a passive-aggressive warning about, you know, this is our town sort of thing. Um, so far, this movie is very stereotypical. Yeah. At this point, like everybody's clearly defined the gentry fuckers, the redneck. The yeah, sheriff. again, they're setting the expectations for what these characters are just to later on kind of put a curveball on everything. Um, they go to the town. Uh, they find out that the guy that they met at the gas station is the contractor. They see a Confederate flag on the side of a building and. The contractor looks at him and says, "Don't you touch that man's heritage, David." No, 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 he didn't say that. Yeah, I know. He, he t- he's I was like, hey, boy, take <laughs> your hat off and respect. I thought I was like, "No, I was like, don't, don't, don't veer off yet." And that's when they go into the the house. You have like your first kind of jump scare. Yeah, and then because he tries, to, he goes upstairs in the house to try. Because obviously this is a deserted town. He goes upstairs in the house to go get the flag off. It's outside the window. and The window has like a bar. 
But what's cool is about the camera shot when he goes upstairs and opens up the window, you see somebody sitting in a chair in the hallway. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. It's a weather face, and he's like, "That's heritage, not hate." Hey, listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but he, but it's it's actually Leatherface sitting there. So he's over here trying to pull the the flag off, and then it goes back to that same shot, and nobody's sitting there anymore. Oh, I didn't. I completely missed the fact that he was sitting there. Yeah, I had to point it out to, to Brittany. Like, like but, I was, uh, I was complete. I was waiting for something to happen just because the way that they shot it. You know, there's a lot of negative space in the shot. Like when they kind of do the shot from the hallway, and I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking, oh, you know, I'm half expecting Leatherface to show up and grab him, but you know, nothing happens. Yeah, well, Leatherface was in that shot just for a split second, and then he goes back and he's gone. And I mean, it's a quick shot because you can kind of see him without his mask, and they do those shots where you can see him when he doesn't have a mask yet. Yeah. Um, and he's just kind of like a normal looking dude, not really deformed like you think he would be. But yeah, he does that, he can't reach it, and they go downstairs, and he's like, I can't get it. And then that woman with the breathing machine is like, What are you doing in my house? Yeah. And then they she offers him some sweet tea. Ooh, buddy, this sweet tea is the best hey, day of sweet, sweet tea, tea. I never did saw. Take a left at the I'm interstate. pretty sure. But a right. Owen's we'll birthright right land. I'm uh, pretty sure Owen's birthright land in Indiana, they don't have sweet tea up there. Yeah, they sell you fucking unsweet tea. It's disgusting. As so, anything no above the Kentucky line... <laughs> Like anything above the Kentucky line. No, I think in Kentucky they have sweet tea also. Yeah, I'm talking above. Oh, you mean above? Yeah, they do not have sweet tea. So we can sit there and make fun of sweet tea, but it's a disgusting thing that they don't have. If you ask for tea. Like it's disgusting that they don't have that. Yeah, if you ask for tea in Indiana, they give you unsweetened tea and you have to ask for the packets. Oh, here's the thing they give you a hot tea. There's there's some kind of fucking Italian restaurant. It's in Hendersonville. And it was here in Clarksville, but it closed down. Is it 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 Demos? Yes, Demos. Their sweet tea, they give you tea and they give you this fucking sugar water you have to pour into it and then mix yeah. it up. <laughs> water with sugar. Sure, more sugar. Water. More. More water. <laughs> We're trying to appeal to the cockroach demographic. Right? <laughs> uh, the, the, the cockroach and the cockroaches and the heroin addicts. Yeah. Have I showed you guys this? Yeah, this is completely off topic, but this is GIF of this little cockroach. He's like drinking beer out of a mug. It's like my favorite gift. I've never seen that. <laughs> you should send it to us. Yeah. You never text back in the group chat. I, I do occasionally. No, you don't. It's, I, just like, it's like, all right, guys, we're ready to record in two weeks, right? Cody will be like, yep. Oh, and it's just like nothing. It'll be crickets. And then me. here's the best part. I'll be like, hey, guys, don't forget to watch the movie the day before. And Cody goes, duh, LOL. And then the next day, Cody goes, this is going to be an interesting movie. Two hours later, four hours before we record, Owen goes, where's the movie at? <laughs> I didn't remember if it was on if it was on Netflix or if it was like on something else like HBO Max or something. The, okay, where were we? They're oh, having the, the talk the about the sweet tea. tea. Yeah, so they yeah. they basically tell the woman that the house isn't hers; it's theirs. She needs to get out. She says that she has the deed. She refuses to show it to him, which is her right. And then she starts to get sick when the sheriff. No, well, she up. starts freaking out a little bit. Yeah, like when we get the sheriff, she goes. They're like, I'm not. Well, first it kind of goes. I'm not a big fan of it. I understand what they're doing. Like, when the sheriff stops them at the beginning before they get into the town, Dante makes a comment about keep your hands where you see them. And kind of like a commentary, which is kind of uncomfortable for me. Um, 
about what's really going on in this country. Yeah. You I know? mean, they have like, on their like phones too. You see like the hands up, don't shoot thing. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. It's like, yeah, but it's not so much like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I don't believe in that. It's like, it's kind of a real life issue when it gets that kind of close. I can understand like the whole gentry shit and making fun of like millennials. Yeah. But when they kind of hit on like a real life thing, that's when it's some a little less. Up. It's a little less humorous. You can't I, laugh I think, at that yeah, shit. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. the way that they handle it because it's like they're doing it in like a joking manner. And yeah, and, it's and not this really one, something to joke about. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I could see like for me this this movie that's the one drawback or those two little instances because she does say you know the n word, but not the not the okay no she says an n word and it's not a good, it's not a nice word. She uses the antiquated um, version of it, and it's like okay, <laughs> yeah. did you guys really have to put that in the script? I mean, that's my one drawback is that kind of shit. Like this is twenty twenty two, we don't have to sit there and do that, but they're like. Well, she's stuck in the old times and all that kind of shit. I understand what they're going for. You just didn't have to put that in this movie. That's the only two things that weren't enjoyable. Like, we didn't have to have that. It's a little too close to home because it's still happening in this country. Like, all this, like, making fun of millennials bullshit. Like, yeah, I get that. I mean, we're fucking stupid. I mean, I get kind of what they're trying to... They're trying to, like... so, So, I think that's part of their thing where they're trying to be, like... Giving you that preconceived notion to kind of pull the rug out from under. Yeah, yeah. I think you can do it without like the whole race thing. Yeah, you, you could, but I think, I think it's I think it's such a, like I think on one hand it's an elephant in the room kind of situation. I think so too, but at the same time it's like this this whole racial thing, which is a huge thing, and it's not like this movie dives deep into it. Yeah, but it's like a big fucking pond, and you have a big fucking frog li- a lily pad. What do you fucking call it? Well, they jump on it. But the thing's fucking huge. You can miss that. You don't have to put the racial thing. Because, like I said, that's what separates it from being completely, like, fabricated in a fun movie for me. So, like, okay, you're going to draw, like, a... And it's not yeah. even, like, followed well, they, up on There's it. also the school shooting thing. So yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay, um, you know, those are the few things, like, okay, that's some real shit. That's, yeah. I could, I've been just fine if they were just, like, fucking pansy-ass fucking gentry fuckers. Millennials. That's fine. You don't have to go in the school shooting thing and, you know, go into, like, the racial thing. And to not follow up on it, just use it as a throwaway line. That first time with the cops will keep your hands where they can see them. It's just a throwaway line at that point. Yeah. You know, and that's well, like, it's okay, the same that, thing as, like, messing with the race thing. It's like, it doesn't ever play a major part. It's just, it's like Owen saying, they're just, all, literally all they're using it for is to try and set up this, a moment. The, yeah, it was to set up this notion that, oh, well, may, maybe these aren't good people. Um, but the thing is, like, the whole, like, everything with this movie, after they establish a point, they move to the next point pretty quickly. Like, right. That's well, that, and that's my point. It's like, they don't really, they don't, they use it to set this thing up, but then it's never, like, actually followed up on. The school yeah. shooting thing actually comes back around, you know, so very yeah, briefly. She, <laughs> but, the main character has an arc. In which she doesn't like guns at first, but then she uses a gun. Well, well yeah, and then, and then that, like that, the, the, the event on the bus reminds her of the the school shooting thing and kind of puts her into like shock. Again, was it is it was it necessary? Not really, but you know they're trying to give they're at least trying to give these characters some sort of backstory as opposed to well, it's just four people wandering into town and here comes Leatherface to kill them all. You know what I mean? Like like so many of these movies do. Um, but anyway, so the, the sheriff shows up, they go to take carry her out of the house. She gets sick. 
and they go to take her to the hospital. Um, then, uh, Leatherface. You don't know it's Leatherface yet, but you're kind of hinting around that well, he comes down. I mean, well, you can kind of tell. I, mean, <laughs> I think we all know that's Leatherface. Yeah, dude's like mean? dude's like six foot six and three hundred fifty pounds. I think we know Long, who he's going to be. Black hair. <laughs> hey, his hair was very nice. He's just an anime fan. Stinky brown, <laughs> big and greasy. He's like, what do you? I want another grape soda. He's like, Grandma, wake up. Hey, um, you know when he's putting what made one part made me laugh when Leatherfish is putting like the oxygen mask on the lady, and he's like, "Live, damn you, live!" <laughs> he's like, I can't make it in this cruel world without you. He's like, "No, goddammit, yeah. live, damn and then, you!" And, and then really, all of a really sudden, the sheriff is. They, they really drive on the fact that he's an anime fan when he's upstairs later and he's listening to baby metal. And, <laughs> and uh, hey, here's the best hentai. part. Yeah, and exactly. he goes in his little diatribe like live damn you the deputy sheriff is sitting with it starts clapping with the performance like this is good shit he's like you <laughs> saved her <laughs> everything's okay Thomas I think uh, so I wanted to say something real quick that's um, okay you don't have to alright never mind then. no I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, one thing that that's I such think a format it's okay is a negative with this movie is um the set design they don't have any like so you know how in the first movie they have like it's a netflix movie yeah i don't know what you're like i need some fucking elaborate shit where's my fucking star wars i want rock what do you you mean by set design necessarily um so you know how in the first movie they have all those cool like um creepy like skeleton idols and shit and all those pots and pans hanging from the thing I know oh, they yeah. couldn't really do that, but I think they could have had like a scene where they go into his room and it's like full of just weird shit. But well, I don't know. Well, you, you know, you gotta. I think they're set, they're making it out to be like he's kind of been inactive. Off. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, like he could still have like I mean, not like maybe like little critter bones. I'm not like not a human. I, I think that falls into like what the producer was saying about her, that she's a good lady. Yeah. She was a positive influence on him. Oh, and she yeah. didn't want him killing. I didn't yeah, think instead, about that. Instead yeah, of the guy being like, look what you did to the door. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think about that. Cause if, if he had that stuff in his room, it would imply that she was in on it. So yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And if like, if he's leaving for like parts two and then parts three and it comes back, he's like, he's having his fun. He's also having his cake, which is a nice, clean home to go to. He had his cock and ate it, too. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he had somebody's cock and ate it, too. No part of the body gets wasted now. <laughs> he just starts sucking on a dick. Oh, and he cut off. <laughs> um, oh man. Well, so, let's go to the, uh, the fucking first killing, which was pretty badass. Yeah, so the old lady dies in the truck. And it's very, very, very it's, sad it's a for Leatherface. Um, but it's, it's a band. Whatever. Yeah. It's a van. It's a paddy wagon. Well, if it was a truck and when they crash into something, they'd be sitting in the bed and they would fly up. So it did not happen. <sighs> <way>. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're in the back of the paddy wagon and. Uh, what the fuck di- is he calling it? A paddy wagon? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called the. I know, but Have you seen the SpongeBob movie? Yes. Yeah, where they, where they ride around in the Krabby Patty? That's what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I was just like, Cody's just like, they're in the paddy wagon now, okay? The paddy wagon. Steel belted pickles. Hey, you. Real leather interior. We saw what you were doing over there, eh? We're going to get you in the back of this paddy wagon. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right, Cody. Go ahead. So. She dies. Uh, Leatherface is upset. 
tries to bring her back to life, like you all were just talking about with the live. Damn it, live! Yeah. <laughs> he like puts the he's like so professionally like puts the mask on her and like does like CPR and like checks her pulse. And then the deputy that's in the back with him, he reaches out and touches him. Right, he's like you know. And he grabs his hand. He goes, "Hey, I don't know why." He goes, "Well, first off, he's kind of insensitive." He goes. Hey sheriff, I think she fucking croaked. <laughs> oh yeah, he is, but he is a bit of a prick. I'm just like, okay, first off, dude, you're like six foot tall, and this other dude's like six foot five. Yeah, maybe. now I'm only six two and a half, and Cody's about six foot. So it's not the huge thing, but I don't think Cody would fuck with me if I'm that big. <laughs> In the back of the way, he's like, hey, and he's like, he's shaking the air can, thinking like it's gonna wake her up or something. Yeah. Like that. That's all he's trying to do. He's it, a kid. It's like, it's like, let him go through this moment of grief instead of being like hey you dumb fuck uh what are you doing but leatherface grabs his hand and like nothing snaps the bone out of the skin it breaks the hand like the arm in half almost hanging up and then stabs the dude in the fucking jugular yeah with with his bone it is it is a very like cool kill that's a Um, that's fucking friday the 13th style kill right there he had pulled his gun out and when this happens, when he gets stabbed, he shoots the driver, uh, which I guess is the sheriff. Well, no, he doesn't shoot. Well, see, the, the deputy has the gun. Right. And they're wrestling with the gun, and then he slams the deputy's hand into the roof of the van, not paddy wagon. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the gun goes off and shoots the sheriff right through the throat. And right. that's when he goes veering off the road and crashes into that big, like, combine tracker thing. It's just like yeah. JFK's assassination. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Let's just say that no one thought that that tractor was sexy. Um, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait, there was a tractor in this movie? Well, no, it's what the van crashes into, the big uh, combine tractor thing. Say yeah. things about tractors, fucking sexy. And I'll tell you one thing, that fucking van crashes into it, and that tractor thing has no give. It's just, yeah. And the thing doesn't fucking move. It's the stone. And that, that chick, okay, first and foremost, when they take... um. Mrs. Mac is what they call her in the, the credits. Leatherface is adopted mama. Mrs. Mac Paddywhack. <laughs> and the Paddy Wagon. <laughs> Never mind, Cody, you're right. I apologize. The whole time. Um, they did it because of Ryan. They, they, Dante's girlfriend goes with them because for some reason they feel like this kind of moral thing. Like, we gave her a heart attack. Somebody should go with her. And this chick, the actress who plays her, I don't know her name. I don't really care to know her name. No disrespect. Looks a lot like Margaret Roby. To me. You know? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I saw it, because I watched it the second time, I'm like, damn, she looks like Margaret Rover just a little bit. But she wakes up, and she sees the dead bodies around her, and then she looks in the corner of the rearview mirror. Leatherface has got his adopted mother's body on the ground, and he's sawing her face off with a piece of glass. (laughs) And it's like... Ooh, like I mean, that part it got me both times. Like, ooh, this is kind of gross. Which it but, actually, we actually go back to the town before that scene, right? Because that's when. But they're just doing the auctioneer shit. Yeah, point. yeah. That well, well, there's that, and then the the contractor comes out and he's like, "I saw," you know, because he overhears. Or no, he this is no, no, he hasn't done that yet. He he's talking to her. the girl and like showing yeah, her the Lily. gun at this point. And Lily, that's when Lala? You get, uh, was it Lala? Hey, Angela, this is Layla. Like in New York City. 
I'm a thousand miles away, but girl, tonight you look so gritty. I thought he was about to say, girl, I want to see your titties. Yes, I do. Her name, yeah, Lila. Lila's the sister. Lila Loomis. So that's when you get the the whole like little backstory about her being involved in a school shooting. She has a scar on her chest where she was shot. And um, the sister, Melody, comes in looking for her and sees her come out of the bathroom upstairs and thinks that she slept with uh, the contractor. And um, that's when he overhears her telling Lila that the old woman died. Um, yeah. He gets all pissed off. Yeah. And it's just like perfect timing. Like Dante throws the keys to, what's her name, Melanie? Melody, yeah. Um, okay, uh, throws the keys to her. He catches them midair and takes the keys out of the bus. I thought the, I thought the bus driver was uh, a little stupid, but he was gone. <laughs> and he went up there and grabbed the bus keys. And he said, it's like, I heard what you did to that lady. I heard oh. what you did. And he fucking gets like real aggressive, like almost like, like does a little mini headbutt to him and shit. Like, I heard all, what you did last summer. Yeah, he's yeah. like, step up, pussy. Come on, this swear up. Um, but then he was like, you get the deed that house. She didn't agree. She's like, I'll give you a key back. And then that's when they go on the bus and they find out, oh, wait, we don't have the deed in the house. Uh-oh. Let's go into her house and see if she has a deed. Like, how the fuck are they going to find a spot where she'd have the deed in that mess hole? They just did yeah, really easy. Oh, that's deed. a little convenient, that part. They had a deed. So I guess, I guess at this point it cuts back to the the van. Um, and that's when you see, like, the, uh, you see Leatherface Cutting off the old woman's face, and and he does a very good job. To be honest with you, no, he's had a lot of practice. Well, he also had a he also. I don't know if you guys noticed this. He cut like enough skin off of her like head to make slits that fit over his ears to make the mask fit. That's really cool. <laughs> That's a good he, idea. he shows back up in the town like very profesh, bra. <laughs> he's like, look at this cool mask I made. And then like he goes on. <laughs> He goes back to the the place like in Venom, let there be carnage, and he's they're like awesome costume. Would you get that from Japan? He goes, no, I made this myself. He's like, I'm gonna put this on Wish, and I'm gonna sell it. Uh, but then, uh, like, okay, Margaret Roby is trying to get like somebody to answer the call. Like, she doesn't know how to use a police radio. I wouldn't either. But she's like, help me. He's cutting her face off, and then the gas station dude overhears it, which he does nothing. And then Leatherface shows up because the sheriff is starting to stir. Like, he hasn't completely bled out yet. Yeah, the gas station guy overhears it and he's just like, eh, hey, not my problem. Walks on the walk. Like, he's like, no, he, he eventually called contact Sally, though. Oh, I thought, I thought, maybe, oh, it's him. maybe he's the one that called okay. Sally. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, I thought that she was, she was also overheard it or something, but that'd no. be kind of weird. Um, and, uh, yeah. But yeah, the other face comes up and smashes the sheriff in the head like three times with the air tank. Yeah. And, and then, then, which, you know, we had, had that really cool scene where she's crawling over him to try to get out. She turns around and there's leather face. And he, he's looking at her and he's like turning his head like a fucking dog would. Like, huh? <laughs> well, and this like this very Michael Myers, you know, Jason Voorhees-esque, yeah. which is cool. And uh, he kills her. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. He he stabs her with a knife or something, right? No, he stabs her with a piece of glass into the stomach, and then yeah. he slices across her stomach. And it's like when she's like trying to hold his hand back. I'm just thinking, oh poor girl. I mean, he just yeah. literally snapped a dude's arm with no effort. Like you're not going to be able to hold him off. 
<laughs> it was fucking awesome. And then it's the best part, like, after that, it shows him peeking up above the, the field of, like, old dandelions. I'm not sure what the fuck it was. <laughs> the old sunflowers. <laughs> you what? They're sunflowers. Oh, sunflowers. Is that what they are? Yeah, because they, they say, like, a poem thing in the beginning when they get pulled over by the sheriff, you know, like. They say Mayflowers will bring spring showers. They, they say <laughs> something like Harlow, when the first Harlow sunflower blooms, then winter is doomed or something like that. Uh, I thought they said the Harlem Gold Trotters. That's my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but then, yeah, he, he peeks up, like, peekaboo, and then he walks out on the, he's just, like, walking back to the town. I'm like, this motherfucker walking a lot. That must not have gotten very far out of town either, because he gets back there pretty quick. In time, yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's a it's a slasher movie. It's it's convenience, okay. He finds a skateboard and rides back. He's like, cool story, bro. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he does so some it, killing. Yeah, because it, it it cuts back and they're going through the house looking for the deed, which they find it, and then they realize, oh shit, we were wrong. Well, she and, realizes that Dante doesn't yet. Oh, yeah, He's Dante's. Downstairs. Yeah. Melanie is upstairs in the woman's room. And Leatherface shows up and just slices the fuck out of his face. Which um, you don't see until later on, which is the cool thing. Yeah. Um, I thought he was dead with all the blood pouring out. I was like, and then when he, when he starts getting up, I'm like, uh, that's kind of like crazy that he's even able to walk after all that. But, um, you know, yeah, like you said, she she comes she starts coming down the stairs and sees Leatherface attack attacking him. I guess he's already on the floor, but and then she goes off and hides in the closet, and then he's actually looking for a dress that his mother would wear. I thought he was gonna wear the dress, kind of like Norman Bates, Ed Gein style. He said yeah. yes to the dress, <laughs> but he just grabs the dress and he kind of sits there and puts it towards his face, you know, because he's all sad and shit. Yeah. And then he grabs some of her makeup and tries to put it on, i.e., like the pretty woman mask. Yeah, I thought I, that's what I was thinking too. Is like maybe it's like a little nod to the the pretty woman mask from the first movie. Yeah, I I think that's what it was. Like she, uh, yeah, it's I, don't know, I keep thinking about the fucking the woman's face when they show her without her skin on. Mm-hmm. And later on, it, it looks ridiculous, but it's still kind of gross. Yeah, so. Uh, Dante gets up and stumbles well, out. The whole time he was, hold on, uh, what's her name? Um, Melanie. She's hiding in the closet and then she tries to leave and she hides up underneath the bed. Yeah. So she's kind of stuck in there and fucking Leatherface, he breaks the mirror and he fucking starts bashing down the bedroom wall to get the chainsaw out. That's well, Dante saying. gets up, yeah, Dante gets up and then walks out. Like I said, I've seen it twice. Dante gets up, walks out, and then the redneck dude, the carpenter, is like, hey, what'd you do in that house? Huh? Yeah. And then he starts seeing it, and he sees some red on his shirt from behind, and he's walking, so he's like, hey, man, you okay? And he turns around, and his fucking face looks like fucking Melina from Mortal Kombat when her face splits <laughs> open and the carpet and piece shows up. Um, yeah, and then there's a, a girl that's like, you know, what's going on? That's, that's the banker. Chick. Oh yeah, and then she goes back to the bus where there's like a party going on because it's it's raining outside. There's a storm or whatever, and, and this is, has to be like it feels like a big bus, like how they make it. Like they have the cartons drawn, and then they have a big rave party at the back end of yeah. it, which is kind of stupid. Um, but but then you know, a redneck goes up to the house thinking he's gonna be a hero. He's got his old handgun. Yeah, and instead of handing and what? Okay, I, I like the the scene. When he's about to get killed, spoiler alert. 
that he pulls the keys off his belt and hands them, tries to hands them to Melanie underneath the bed, and then of course Leatherface doesn't notice that he's just smashing his fucking brains in with a hammer. Yeah, I was. I was he could have like, gave actually, the keys to them. At I the was kind of like but, nervous because I was like, oh god, he's gonna give away that she's under the bed, like sitting there trying to like reach the reach out to give her the keys. But yeah, I think that was kind of a fake out too. Like, oh god, yeah. and it's like he could have gave the keys to them right then and there before he ran to the house. You, you know what else? Something else that got me about this scene is when you know after Leatherface leaves the room and she gets out from under the bed, she grabs the keys. But it's like, why didn't she look for the gun? Because he dropped the gun, and no one took it. So why not look for the gun and take it with you? You know what I mean? Yeah, but like you're 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 analyzing the scene from like the TV screen though. I don't know if I would even even like been smart enough to fucking grab that well, or have that. Well, I think I think anyone with common sense would have been because it's like there's some six foot six motherfucker running around hacking people to death, and there's a gun somewhere on this floor. But he's me... invincible. Well, he's not even work on him. And, and then, Cody, this is also <laughs> you got to look at this too, Cody. This is also what everybody has said about slasher movies their entire existence. Like, why did they do that? It's well, fun. Well, well, this, this is the whole is, point of the movie. This is one of the things that like it, it starts to like annoy me and this is what i was talking about earlier where it gets kind of tropey where the thing that makes sense doesn't happen and it's like obviously he you saw him come in with a gun and you saw that it got knocked he got killed obviously and no one picked the gun up so why not grab the gun i mean they could have had her grab the gun and still end up losing it some some other way or whatever but the fact that no attempt is even made to find it it's it's like the first time I rolled my eyes. It's like okay, here we go, you know. And you're not really a slasher fan though, too. So let's go ahead and like, like I am a slasher fan, yeah. and I, I I recognize this, and this feels like a back to slasher route just for any kind of movie, and it's fun. Cody likes more like the ghost haunting type horror movies. Yeah, the only and the only slasher franchise I would say like I'm a huge fan of is probably Nightmare on Elm Street, which things like this don't really come into play that much since it all happens in dreams. So, yeah. for, you know, yeah, for the I'm, a, I'm not a huge fan of, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street myself. So, you know, yeah. like, this is like, you know, this is the horror, this is the horror dude that's wearing the mask and all that kind of shit like that. It's just a lot of shit. Like I said, there's a couple fake outs. You know, I, she I, tries to leave the room. I love know. when she's trying to leave the room and she goes through all that effort to try and sneak sneak around and not make the. And he's right there at the up. fucking stairs. Yeah, it, it's like Her shoes are going skirt skirt. Well, it's, it's <laughs> like when she jumps down on the steps and like you know she makes like that soft landing. Like, oh, that I actually like. I'm thinking, oh, that's actually pretty impressive. And then it it looks up the stairs and he's standing right there. It's like, oh crap. That was fucking, and then he throws that fucking hammer at her, and she falls. Uh, I was wondering what that was because it kind of just looked like he just like lifted his arm up, and she fell. Down. <laughs> like he was he just like, like he's Ermac. Yeah, he's he like, fucking <laughs> commands her. He's like teleport slam. He's like I command you to fall. But he throws that. He throws the hammer at her. She goes flying back like nine flights of the stairs, like nine more steps. Yeah. And then crashes into the floor I'm like man that was a fucking sick fall. And then she like, gets poop awesome. on her head. Oh god. She gets poop the, on she's her walking head. around a duty head. Poop on her dude. They fucking pooped on her. Wow. But she um but yeah, but then he he grabs the chainsaw. First off, how ridiculous this is. I know this is ridiculous and I still love it. <laughs> he grabs a chainsaw. I think it's supposed to be the chainsaw from the first movie. It is the first they, movie yeah, that happened they, fifty years ago. That motherfucker would have been rusted up 
It would have been there like would be the, no the, gas in it. It would have been jailed up. The hoses would have been dry rotted. I mean, all kinds of problems. I don't even, yeah, I don't even know if there was any, like. Yeah, there probably would have been a hose on it back then. Like, typically. But, but, but the thing is, that he never runs out of gas. <laughs> well, it, it's like, that's something else I kind of thought, because, you know, he breaks it out. out and um, they did say in an interview that that is the original chainsaw. And <laughs> he breaks it out. He's, like, using it with no problem. Like, I would think that there would be quite a few issues with this thing that's been sitting in a wall for Now, okay, here, here's decades. another thought. It's just popped in my head. Remember when she's climbing over the the guardrail of the stairs, and then you know she's before she jumps down, she keeps looking up at his bedroom. You hear kind of like a pipe noise, like somebody's hitting a pipe. Maybe that was him priming up the lawnmower. He was gassing it up. He greased down the fucking uh, saw blade. He made sure it's yeah, ready. He's performing routine maintenance on it right then. Yeah, maybe that's like that, that's how you can kind of like fifty year old chainsaw. He placed the chain. Got a new blade for it, put on. And that's an American-made chainsaw. Got a new spark plug. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. That's an American-made chainsaw, too. Not that Yokohama bullshit. So, it's got good quality in it from the 70s. That shit's built forward tough, as they say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I really don't think, like, that chainsaw was in good condition in the first movie, to be honest with you, too. So, it's amazing (laughs) that it's working. (laughs) I think it's ridiculous. I fucking love it, though. It's hilarious. It would have been... You know, they should have modernized it, and he went downstairs and grabbed an electric chainsaw. No, one with, no, one with the <laughs> He's battery like, pack. Now this is working. He goes, <laughs> Hey, what if, what if you got the one, like, you know the one has the, the rechargeable battery pack? Yeah. He goes over the wall, unplugs the new battery, plugs it in. He's like, you, <laughs> have, you have your self-driving cars, but I got an electric chainsaw that recharges. He has an extension cord he's pulling out. Yeah. It's actually a Super Bowl commercial. It's a smart chainsaw, so he has to like talk to Siri to get it to like start. Siri, Toyota, Siri, uh, start up to speed chainsaw. two. Hey, si- hey, Siri, cut these fucking kids' heads off. Cutting heads off. <laughs> Starting cutting head program. But uh, I didn't understand like, you. Yeah, he's like, he's like, hey, what's your guys' Wi-Fi password? I need it so that I can use this. <laughs> so, uh, cool scene. Um, it's a cool shot. Is yeah, you know, they get the keys back and they well okay first and foremost he's sawing like kind of like this little maze he's sawing the floor trying to get to melody yeah he's like he's melody saw, melody. He, he's, uh, melody he melody. he saw he's sawing like the beams and stuff underneath I was half expecting the floor to give out underneath him yeah he's a big fucker you think he would but <laughs> when he when she gets to the end and it hits the fucking pipe and all that shit falls on her I fucking gag I'm like ah no I said duty. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if he like stopped cutting because he he felt it hit that pipe. So maybe he thought he got her for a brief. Can second. we fucking talk about how that fucking chainsaw wouldn't have cut through a pipe? <laughs> yeah, that was a thick pipe. The sewer pipe has to be like one of the thickest in the fucking house. Yeah, there's a lot of shit when it comes to like chainsaws where like because like like I was saying earlier, you couldn't even like cut through a person like that with a chainsaw. That shit would get gunked up so fast. But you know that's not fun. So no, it's not fun. So shut up. Yeah. So <laughs> I, th- I think he kind of, he stops trying to get her, and then uh, no, he doesn't do that. He hits the end, and he hears somebody yell outside. So well, he's going th- outside, and it's her sister. He smells I, poop, so he's I, like, I, thought, I, I shit my pants. <laughs> I thought that he stopped, and then he hears the sister, and then he like kind of goes back, like, oh well, someone's here. You know what I mean? Well, I, some- I think how the scene played out was when he hits the thing, and she's yelling, it's like, 
hey, I'm here. I'm trying to get you. He looks back immediately. He still has the chainsaw in his hands. He didn't walk away. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I gotta go. And then, um, he, he, and then he runs off like he has to take a shit. Yeah. yeah. So they, they run off to the bus at this point. And they get on the bus and he follows them over there because obviously. Uh, and when he gets <laughs> when he gets on the bus, everyone pulls their phone out. Well, no, first off, they they get on the bus and they give the keys to the bus driver's like, fucking go and they drive off and then he's at a building and then he does something to the side of the bus, I guess cuts the fucking wheels so they can't go. And then the bus driver gets off and <laughs> a really good shot to be honest with you. He gets off and runs back there, gets his head cut off, and Leatherface, who's not even at the front of the bus yet. Throws it, it hits the fucking door and bounces onto the step for the girl to see, like, perfectly. Like, that's a trick shot. It's like, he's on Dude Perfect. He's on Dude Perfect. Yeah, shot. that's what I was thinking, Dude Perfect. <laughs> he does a fucking hey, bottle. I'm Bubba it. Sawyer. Welcome to Dude Perfect. And then she just, like, and then he, you see him walking towards it, and then she sees the head, and with the door fucking open, turns around and walks through there, and she just tells everybody in a whisper, Run. Like, oh my god. I think, yeah, I think she's just, it's like, she's so in shock by it. She um, is, and then the the iconic scene from the trailer, he, <laughs> Leatherface comes through, and he looks around at all these people. They all bring up their fucking cell phone. He's is just, that in the trailer? It is in the trailer. Oh See, I didn't know, because like I said, I, when they put the first trailer out, the first trailer starts with the um, the van hitting that combine thing. And as soon like as soon as I saw it, I just turned the trailer off. I'm like, I don't want to see anything from this movie. Um, you got mad because they desecrated a beautiful combine harvest. Oh yeah, I just love my Fuck combine. This, but is looking at all these people like they're sardines in a can. Like this is awesome. And they pull their phones out, and one of them's like, "You're gonna be canceled, bro." <laughs> and the best there's a there's a message on it where it's like. Somebody's messaging because he's like, I guess on Instagram Live or whatever as this is happening, you know, and it shows through the film, the phone lens, which is kind of cool. Leatherface starting up the chainsaw, and you hear, you see somebody's message. You blew me off for this, and then as he's getting killed, they're like, "OMG, is this real?" And then somebody else goes, "I want to go." It was hilarious. <laughs> it's just it, it kind of gets silly. I mean, the scene is kind of fun, but it is also just very silly. So Twitch um, chat, they all just start posting fucking like pog faces. <laughs> it's kind of like I don't remember. I don't remember where I saw, it, but it's like a joke where like people could literally be. It was in, damn, what was it in? Oh, it was in uh, Scream Queens. One of the one of the girls in the sorority is being murdered, and like she's like live tweeting or whatever, saying like, "Oh my god, he's stabbing me right now," and all this stuff. It's just, rid- it's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that shit is so stupid. Um, it's supposed to be though they know yeah, it is. it's just, not like they're going in I just like, feel like it's been like that shit's kind of been overdone like I feel like I've seen that joke a hundred times but I think we've also went through a stage of where these horror movies have taken themselves too seriously like so yeah. this is going full circle yeah. back to where it was like I said you know because I think that's what we said when we saw Halloween Kills like well, give us something that doesn't take itself so damn seriously it, it would be one thing, like I said, Halloween Kills would be one thing if it took itself seriously and nailed it. Yeah. It fucking doesn't nail it. The it execution flops. is horrible in, in Halloween Kills. But if you want to hear all about that, go back and listen to that episode. No. And and remember, folks, evil dies tonight. And if you guys want to go back and listen to an episode about a great sequel to a movie, I'm not even talking about a horror sequel or slasher sequel. I'm talking about just sequel in general. Go back and listen to our episode Psycho 2. It's a yeah. fucking great episode. Um, 
Yeah, but anyway, so he's killing everybody on the chainsaw. Uh, Melody and Lil Lila. Sorry, Lily. Lily. Lila. That's, what's your cat's name, Stella? Lila. Who the fuck is Lily? Oh, that's, a, that's my stepdad's cat. She passed away. R.I.P. Um, Lila. Lila, they... There's, I guess there's a bathroom in this bus, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it's unrealistic because it looks too clean. I'm like, look, you're on a bus, seven-hour drive. Someone's pissing on the toilet seat because I piss on my own toilet seat all the time. You know these millennials be shitting everywhere. <laughs> they sit uh, down when they pee, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, so they, they, they try to sneak. They start sneaking out through the window. Uh, that's through the wall! The sweat dropped down my balls. Oh, he's ready to crawl. No, actually, well, everybody's getting killed. The banker chick tries to get through the window of the bus, and then Leatherface just cuts her in half. Mm-hmm. But when he sees everybody's dead, he's, like, looking around all happy, and he hears them make noises in the bathroom, which yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't think they that existed. He goes, what's a bathroom? <laughs> um, and they're trying to get through the little, like, window roof thing of the bathroom, and then... Lila gets out and Leatherface saws into the door before Melody could get out. But then she stabs him with the chainsaw corkscrew from the beginning of the movie. And then they get out. And then he fucking just kind of takes off. But that's when Sally shows up. I'll let Cody take over again. Oh, Sally. So, yeah, Sally shows up. And, again, something that is uh, is setting up certain expectations for a character and ends up being uh, just... She's around. spoofing. She's yeah. spoofing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's basically Halloween. the Jamie Lee Curtis character from the Halloween 2018. Except you think that oh, you know, she's all ready to take him on. She's a badass. This is going to be like a a big fight. He pretty easily outsmarts her. Uh, well, okay. First off, before you get to the outsmarting part, okay, this is how psycho this bitch is. She gets the kids. Oh, yeah. They're running towards us. Let's get out. Get <laughs> yeah, in the back. And she, she goes, we gotta go. Let's go. Let's go. And she goes, I can't leave. I can't leave. And he wants you, so you're gonna have to stay. She's gonna oh, yeah. use him as bait. And then she gets the, her fucking gun, and then you see the light come on in his room in the house. So she sure. goes upstairs, and he's just sitting there, chainsaw sitting there, and she's like, she starts reciting all the names to everybody from the first. Yeah, she and immediately, immediately, I'm thinking, I don't think he ever knew any of their names. I don't think he, he didn't give a shit. Yeah, he didn't yeah he's just like, "Hello, what's your name?" He just looked at her, and he's just like, <sighs> and she doesn't. I mean, at this at this point, I'm pretty sure Leatherface knows she isn't going to shoot him because she has the fear in her eyes. He picks up his chainsaw, looks at her, and she keeps saying, "He's like, say you remember what you did," and he turns around and just walks out. Like, I don't give a shit what you did. So he goes to the fucking police van that she has. I don't think it's a police van, but it's something. And <laughs> they're having a heart-to-heart moment between the girls. And Lila's like, I should have got should have been killed back at the school. And her sister's like, I'm not going to let him kill you. And all of a sudden he fucking bashes the fucking window in and starts like trying to grab him with shit. And like, ah! It's fucking hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and then... Um, Fucking uh, Sally shoots him, and she comes out laughing like, ha, 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 ha. And she starts giving him another speech, and he looks at her, and he takes off running, and she goes, listen, motherfucker. Yeah, I like, I like, this is this is the part when 
he kind of outsmarts her. It, it's almost like he's revving the chainsaw in the alleys, knowing that the echo is going to throw her off as to where he's yeah. at. And then I do. It is a cool shot when you know he comes charging out of the darkness. But again, it's another one of those just silly moments where it's like she takes well, three shots at him and not a single one fucking hits him. He's well, the size of a damn barn. Well, the and thing it's, it's a shotgun too, for God's sake! Yeah. How the fuck can you <laughs> well, miss? The, the thing about this though, established in the earlier shot. He knows she's afraid of him. She didn't shoot him when it, she was at point blank, and he just walked off. So that, and to me, like you could look at it as him, like, okay, she's afraid of me. So he's just running at her, and like I said, you have somebody running at you from the darkness. You're gonna be, like, oh shit! So she fucking misses the first shot, and you know, then he fucking is like, he's acting all ballistic because it's gonna make you nervous, and you're gonna miss. And that's when they swing around, they. He hits the, the gun with the saw and then fucking saws her up the fucking middle. Completely destroying the expectation that she's going to get her revenge. Yeah. And then, you know, he, uh, then they, then they go like, we're going, we're going to get him. And they, somehow she gets the keys. She got the keys back from Sally before all this happened. I forgot about that part. And they're about to take off and they start, and she's like, she's going to run over Leatherface. Well, he fucking yeah. throws the chainsaw at the windshield and fucking runs off and gets yeah, it. She, they get the key back because I guess, she goes back out there or whatever and throws the keys to him and tells him, tells him to leave, but also doesn't open the door for him. So it's like, okay. And, so and she's the thing to, is, Leatherface is a window. bear. Yeah, yeah. Leatherface is a bear. This is what he is. Because the bears are going to charge you. You can sit there and say, like, if I had a shotgun, I'd shoot a bear before he charged me. That gets you pretty fucking quick. Yeah. And that's what he is. And he's trying to survive. They okay, well, they have a gun that's better than a chainsaw. I know this. I'm going to run away and fucking distract him. And that's what he's doing this whole fucking time. Right. And it's just kind of ironic. And I don't know. I didn't make this connection while I was watching the movie. I just made the connection now. When he hides in the old movie theater and Lila goes in there with the gun to, like, you know, shoot him. He rizzes up the chainsaw and she goes over to where she hears the chainsaw, but it's right next to a fucking like Smokey the Bear like stand up thing or a bear from a movie stand up yeah so he is the bear and he fucking charges her yeah like from a like again you know expectations like I said I kind of expected some of this stuff because it did feel like Friday the 13th but it still made me jump like they were effective at the jump scares to me yeah so where are, where are we at this point so movie theater Movie theater, okay, because he's already killed. Well, you think he's killed Sally. She's she's got well, some life left in her. She gives the sh- she loads the shotgun and gives it to Lila. Um, and then the best part is she goes as she's dying. She goes, "Don't run away. He'll always haunt you." I'm like, "Bitch, shut the fuck up. You just got sawed, and you've been holding on this for fifty years." You know what I would do in the situation? Okay, you want to sit there and be smart? Okay, Cody wants to sit there and be like, "Well, it's just not common sense, motherfucker." If this all this happened. I'd be like, okay, I have the keys. I'm getting in the car, and I'm actually driving, and I'm leaving. I'm well, not going to think about this place, again, and I'm not going to warn anybody. Again, it didn't happen. It's, it's another thing that doesn't make sense because it's like, oh, I'm going to listen to this crazy old woman who you just used us as bait, and I'm going to go try and hunt this guy down. Yeah. Never mind this, getting in this vehicle and just driving away. You know, yeah. This is this, and there's another scene that kind of is like, okay, there's two more scenes. This, in this movie that kind of pulled me out like this this is kind of stupid but it's also very on par with the slasher movie but anyway there's a whole epic little fight thing in the movie theater um she's on the ground 
and he's about to saw her because he kicks the shotgun away, and she's accepted the fact she's going to die. And you hear this, but it almost sounds like her cell phone's going off, so I was kind of confused. Like, it was actually a fart. <laughs> it was a fart, <laughs> or it was a queef. Um, oh, God. <laughs> um, but all this running she, really builds up the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, all this excitement gets me excited. Uh, anyway, well, she turns around and Melody is riding Leatherface like he's a Bronco, going yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, uh, I can't remember what the fuck happens. Well, first and foremost, there's a one more ridiculous scene. He throws the chainsaw at her feet and it cuts her ankles. Yeah, I thought that was kind of stupid. I was like, really? and then she no sells it the rest of the movie. Like she walks with no limp, nothing. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, like I can't remember what happened. She shoots him twice. Boom! And then she tries boom, to shoot him she... a third time after when he's on the edge of that on the edge of that fall or on the edge of that drop and realizes that she doesn't have any more ammo because that shotgun only holds two rounds at a time. Or and then Sally the scene that throws me out. It, you know, you're Melody. talking about where Melody picks up the chainsaw and like uppercuts him with it. Yeah, but she's like, <sighs> and she's like ribbing up with her her teeth out, like ah. Yeah. And then she does the you know like the Leatherface. I guess this has to be a callback to Leatherface in Mortal Kombat X. The uppercut with the chainsaw. This, this was this was like a Street Fighter moment. You know, like in Street Fighter Two when you be, when you sure beat, you can... beat an opponent and they're like gah, gah, gah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> it, it was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win. Perfect. Yeah, um, well, it was far from perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was. She took quite a bit of damage on that one. Um, but then they have like the sister moment. Are you okay? And she's like, no. And then they just start laughing and hugging. And so. The, another scene that pulls me out, she's walking towards the Tesla, and then she picks up the picture that Sally had, and then picks up Sally's hat and puts it on. With, yeah, Sally's was, dead body's like right next to you. <laughs> How did I thought she that was weird. That? It's like, for one, why do you care about it the picture? It was on the ground. Like, yeah, well, no, how did Sally get that picture? Like, isn't that the picture you like? No, she had their own picture. Like, okay. someone else had a camera on the van. Okay. It's a fucking slasher movie. Quit thinking about this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is weird. Like, it, you know what, Owen? I didn't think about that. Because the hitchhiker's the one that took the picture, right? Well, and, they, had their own, they had their own camera, though. And so, shit like that. Yeah, I guess that's what... Because she's not in that picture. Everybody else is in the picture. I, I thought it was the one from the hitchhiker when I saw it. That's what it's, I thought. Hey, you give me two dollars? Yeah. <laughs> and he puts it in his yeah, little, two little fur bag. I guess bag. they did. Yeah. Um, but so uh, yeah, it. so they she picks up the hat, which I also thought was weird. It's like, oh, okay. Her dead body's like right next to you. You're grabbing her hat. There's not like checking on anybody She's or like, anything. Yeah, if anything, like go place her hat with her body, or just don't touch it. You know, why put and, it on you know, your Dante's head? body? By the way, Dante's body's still like by the library, yeah. just hanging out. Yeah, and you know, they have the little. Him. You know, for, forget <laughs> it. You know, so so they have a little scene. Uh, they're like talking back and forth. She goes, huh. I guess I will move here with you. And they're like, oh, fuck off. And then Leatherface fucking comes out of nowhere, grabs the bitch out of the car, and in a very swift movement that I have to respect because I couldn't do this getting out of the shower if I was trying to answer the phone. <laughs> fucking holds her down to her knees and fucking saws her fucking head off perfectly. Like yeah. he's fucking ISIS. And <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. He holds up her head like What the fuck? Like he's ISIS too. He's like... <laughs> I don't know. If Holy I shit, that. man! I, I was gonna be like, in or not. 
Uh, you should you go ahead and leave it in. It's fine. Uh, Jesus Christ. And He's then like, he starts swinging the chainsaw around. Well, here's the thing, though. And a call back to the the first movie. You see Leatherface, like, you know, buzzing with the saw towards her in the truck bed. And it's a shot of her, you know, go, 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 yelling at the guy driving the truck. And it goes yeah. back to Leatherface. Well, the self-driving car, Lila's able to hang off the top of the car going, no, no, no. And he's just sitting there holding the head at her like, ah, look what I got. Like, he's literally doing that. He's bouncing. Yeah, yeah. because because he's, he's, la- like, he's like lazy. Like a panther. These lazy people get in their car and they decide, well, we'll turn it on autopilot. <laughs> and he goes, so they can fuck in and, their car. And Leatherface is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, even better. Well, and Leatherface is like, Leatherface goes, and I walked 20 miles back to town just to kill you people. You can't drive your own fucking car. Uh, but anyway, real quick, he does the quick little chainsaw thing and then it cuts to what I think is actually like a cool little fucking theme for the closing credits. I liked it. I'm going to put it in this episode where Cody is after I download it. Um, and then there's a quick little bonus scene of Leatherface walking back to the old house. Yeah, I skipped the credits just to get to the scene, so I don't, I didn't hear the theme. Oh, uh, damn it, know. I didn't no, see no. the damn... Well, I'll show you, but scene. no, like... like. Oh, yeah, I forgot you told me that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a visual, the visual credits part, like, as soon as, not the black credits with the green, with the blue uh, letters scrolling, it's the, like, the quick shots of the chainsaw, and you see, like, all the bold people, like, the producers and shit. I enjoy that music. I'm like, oh, it's, it sounds pretty cool. It's a cool little theme. It's like it's like a remix of like the original Leatherface theme. So what what is what is the end credits? It just it just shows him walking and he's huffing and puffing like he walked a long he's fucking like, way. Fuck. But he goes back to the Sawyer house in the first movie. He goes modern day Sawyer, mean mean warrior, something <laughs> mean mean strange. But uh, that was the end of the movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, so uh, I guess we'll get to our recommendations. Um. I'll Owen, go last. Owen, do you, would you recommend this uh, fine motion picture here? It was alright. I mean, if you like slashers, go ahead and watch this. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a big slasher guy, so it was okay, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I I would recommend it. I mean, if you're a fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, there's definitely like worse movies in this series. Um it's not the cream of the crop, but I still would recommend watching it. Especially, if it's a Netflix movie, so you know if you already got Netflix, it's not going to cost you anything. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, And for me, I would have to say I recommend it. Um, definitely for a one watch, and everybody should watch it just to have fun with it. It is a movie to have fun with. It does not. It uses, excuse me, it uses scare stereotypes, like we said. And there's a few things it's like, okay, it's you didn't have to touch on that and the realistic stuff and even the unrealistic stuff's a little over the top. Which is fine. It's it's a slasher movie. That's what I love about it. Um like I said, this is the closest thing that I've had to a Jason movie in a long time and I enjoyed it. Even the first time watching it, I enjoyed it more the second time. And like I can't say the same thing about the Halloween movies. And I think like I said, this movie was even spoofing that. Like, okay, here's your expectations. And not in a Ryan Johnson, let's subvert your expectations, your parents are nobody's type of way. But in a, okay, she's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis and she's going to get a revenge. No, she's getting a fucking chainsaw through her fucking stomach. It was great. And, um, yeah. So I definitely recommend this movie. And I thought it was incredibly fun. 
like not funny like laugh at this movie so bad because that's a very stuck up type of way of looking at movies this isn't citizen kane this isn't the godfather part two but this is better than halloween kills and it's definitely better than charlie and the chocolate factory so i definitely recommend this movie (laughs) okay uh so owen have you picked out what movie we're doing yeah i want to do the first jurassic park the first Jurassic Park. Did it? What are those? What are those? Those <laughs> dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> uh, Man, Owen picked a good movie to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, for the first time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> the first time in a long time. So uh, I mean, it's been the first time since Apocalypse Now that you picked a good movie. Yeah. So there you have it. And our next film is going to be Jurassic Park. I don't want to like say any more from the future because things happen with the show and get mixed up. Well, I mean, well, let's go ahead and tell them what's going to happen in the future, Cody. So right? the the fugitive for one uh, looks like it's going to be our our uh, long lost. But episode. it's going to be a bonus episode at some point. <laughs> yeah, because there have been several technical issues with the first recording and then now the file that i had for my recording seems to be corrupt and i cannot get it exported uh, let let me get this out real quick the first time it was my fault because my microphone was going to shit the second time cody did not download his fucking file till like two months later and it turns out it was corrupted by a virus in the computer that raped it up his butt so this is cody's fault so we're going to do it like probably a month and a half maybe even two months We'll re-record it and release it as a bonus thing. Yeah. And like after Jurassic Park, we're going to be doing the Batman and then Rise of Skywalker. Those are definitely like my choices, so that's not yeah. going to change. And then but, it'll, um, be, it'll be whatever Owen's next movie is, and then I know whenever my next selection comes back around, it's going to be Willy Wonka, Willy Wonka, the famous <laughs> chocolatier. <laughs> is that song in the movies, or is that just for like the their chocolate brand that they have? No, that's in the movie. Oh, okay. Um, also, as, in a world of pure imagination. Yeah, I know that one is. So it's just fucking Monka. Right now, Monka. The snozzberries so taste like snozzberries. <laughs> the, the testicle berries taste like testicle berries. <laughs> and now, any and everybody out there, go and find out the branded chainsaw from the original movie in this movie. And, and make sure you buy... PO box. Well, just buy that product. <laughs> buy that brand of product for anything because it's going to last you 50 years and <laughs> run like a fucking top. You can cut through anything. Steel fucking pipes. Shit pipes. And the yeah. only reason that fucking yeah, company need, doesn't need... make cars is because the other car company have conspired against it from doing that because they, they would never they make They need Leatherface to do one of those, um, those TV... As seen on TV things, it's like it can even cut through glass and just yeah, he's like Billy Mays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the last thing I gotta say this because I won't be able to say this ever again. Invalid. If uh, you get the chainsaw and it breaks, you can just slap some flex tape on it. So now I'm with the invalids. But all right, I guess uh, for next time we'll we'll see y'all for. What are those? What are those? What are those?
Uh, I, I had somebody, real quick, Cody, before we cut off. Have you okay. stopped recording yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Uh, I have had to call out Brittany real quick because I wanted a Dragonzord toy from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers <laughs> for Christmas, and she got me it, and it's beautiful. And she very nonchalantly calls it a dinosaur because of the dinos. Well, she don't think she goes that deep with it, but obviously the first round of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, they had the dinosaurs. T-Rex, Trinosaur. Okay. The Dragonzord is like a fucking Mecha Godzilla. And a dragon, obviously, is not a fucking dinosaur. But she calls it a fucking dinosaur, and it really pisses me off. And it kind of just fits with the dress. It's like that meme where it's that guy cornering that girl, and he's like, Look, babe, it's called a dragonzord. (laughs) (laughs) Look. (laughs) I'm a mean now. <laughs> yeah. Dragonzord. 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 Okay, that is the end of the episode. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>